welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes. I'm Sampy. I'm Christy. Let's talk about Married at First Sight. Hello, everyone. It's time for Married at First Sight, episode 11. This is... This is a kind of a crazy episode, Christy. Where where do you want to start? I kind of think we should start with the separation of guys and girls into their respective groups. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Cuz we we start off with a little bit of a bang here. Yeah, this was basically the entirety of Morgan and Ben as well wrapped up in this yes i don't think it was supposed to be but that's and that's what ended up happening so the guys get together to dish about their relationships the women get together to dish on their relationships and this very quickly becomes a morgan and ben extravaganza (laughs) Yeah, specifically Morgan bashing Ben again. Right, and so I know there's there's some back and forth. I, I just the wh- where does the internet fall? Just in general, is there consensus? I mean, I didn't look after last night, but in previous last the week before, everyone was on Ben's side basically. Okay, I mean, I. I'm not surprised. Yeah, she did not come off well last week. I don't think she came off super well this week either. No, she she hasn't most weeks. And I guess I I feel I feel a bit bad because I think that well there are legitimate like criticisms and and problems there like that 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 she actually has like she's not just making everything up but there are so many other layers on top of that that it becomes pretty much impossible to have any sort of sympathy for her because there's so much stuff layered on that is incredibly annoying and yeah. and just very it's like antagonistic she's, and stuff that it's it's hard to watch these episodes and be like yeah you know ben, ben shouldn't have been talking about their relationship because like there's so much going on you see it and the inclination at least for me is to be like wow she's just being ridiculous like the map so as an example of this Right, she's she has been talking this whole season about about Ben sharing their stuff, and yet every single conversation she has during this season, she dishes about everything in their relationship and how awful it is because of what Ben did, and then launches into this whole long spiel about about how terrible he is and the laundry list of things. And it's like, lady, you're doing the exact same freaking thing that he did. 
you're 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 sharing all of the dirty laundry from your relationship yeah i mean i feel like um she's like technically in the right with been like supposedly lying to her and still talking to justin but she's too hostile and like harsh and argumentative in return that it just doesn't fit like the punishment doesn't fit the crime of what ben has done and so he's left looking like the victim even though he's technically the one who went behind her back in the first place so it's like weird she's taken all the like high ground she could have had and just like eliminated it with like her attitude and hostility Right, and I, I guess I might as well just talk about this now, is that she just, I, it's it's so antagonistic, and the, the way I guess I would maybe describe it is everything, everything is in versus terms. Like, it's, it's not, oh, I'm going to be in a relationship with this man, and stuff happens, and we'll work through it. It's all like, um, like we just get thrown into the MCU here, the the Morgan Cinematic Universe, <laughs> because that's what it feels like. Is she has this script playing in her mind of of how she's the hero, she's she's the the oppressed, the victim, and all of this, and so whenever we see her she's talking about you know how she was betrayed and like these things that have happened to her and she always operates on this basis of like one upping bin and she's just like she's going to destroy him and she's going to have like the the victory and is going to be the one standing on the hill at the end of this having slain the dragon and the dragon has been like that it's just all this very it's an adversarial relationship or husband versus wife exactly which is like not all how it's supposed to be in a marriage i also didn't like that she was i guess when she was talking with the girl she was like i took you back after you lied it was this this like moral high ground sort of thing Right, and ba- basically, just just saying that that if you're going to be in a relationship with me, you are going to be on an incredibly short leash, and there will be this. It's essentially uh, that week that uh, Lindy and Miguel were talking about about grace. And, and and he was like, well, do you just give grace forever? And all this stuff. It's like, it's that, but on steroids, where there's a list, but like, once you get to item two on the list, you are thrown in the incinerator. Like, Yeah, it's almost like a employer-employee sort of relationship. Like, these are all the rules and things you can't do, otherwise you'll get fired. Right, it's, it's, it's very strange. Uh, I, I wanted to ask you as well, and I kind of put a lot of this in my Morgan and Bin specific section, but since 
we're just talking about this because really the group session was just about them anyways i'll ask you do you think that morgan essentially joined the the show to take the kind of quote easy route to marriage like she's so closed off that she hasn't had any success super far into relationships that she was like oh here's an opportunity like i want to be married let me do it this way because she's had so much trouble the other way i feel like that's what mitch did (laughs) i don't i don't know if i'd put that on morgan okay yeah that's I, fair i just i i just had to ask because I, I, I don't i don't remember much about what she said about previous like i know she had that other that boyfriend she talked about a couple weeks ago that everything was great it was just like the wrong time so i'm not sure if i'd put that label on her Hmm. okay yeah i was i was just curious because she, she, in general she's just so so closed off and adversarial that it seems like she would also have a lot of trouble in right in like n- normal relationships because like she said you n- normally like it's like she's being super magnanimous in this like normally <laughs> you wouldn't give you wouldn't get a second chance and i freaking gave you a second chance and you you know what you did with that you took it and you you just threw it in the garbage. I just feel like it wouldn't be fun to date her in the real world. It, it doesn't seem enjoyable. Really? It's also just interesting the people they pick for this show. Yeah. Yeah, I just I just think that the two of them are are just not a good combination. No. Not at all. Cuz you really I feel like with Morgan, she really needs somebody who will 100% absolutely call her out on her crap. Because that's essentially what's happening a lot of this time is is he is Ben Ben is su- is such a I don't know if I'd necessarily say wallflower, but like he's so conflict averse that and such a a people pleaser that he has been unable to have some of these conversations with her versus i feel like and i'm just armchair psychologizing here it's not a word either but but i feel like if morgan had something maybe she wouldn't put up with somebody like this but she needs somebody to speak truth to her and 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 speak truth in such a way that like not not minimizing responsibility not avoiding responsibility for missteps or whatever you know like if somebody did what ben has done but also being like look i i'm taking i take responsibility for my actions like you know ben has said i i was judgmental of you and i went to Justin, whatever. But then also be like, but look, you can't just put all this past trauma onto me. I'm not, like, I'm not responsible for that. And, like, I'm here for the relationship and I want to be with you. But that stuff you need to deal with and not just 
view me as your absent father. I feel like that, while it might not have much chance of success, uh, I feel like would have more chance of success than what's been happening this season. I, I don't think even if Ben had done that, it would have gone over well with her. Well, I don't think Ben has that capability. I think he's just, he's too too avoidant. Uh, but let's I, actually let's actually talk about what happened here because they were separate, and then yeah, then the guys joined. Well, the women invaded. The women invaded because I guess I don't know where where the women were, but all the guys were at Nate Stasha's. Yeah, they were at Stasha's, and so the women had a girl power moment because Morgan was complaining about Ben and they all went over. I didn't like how Lindy just like totally was on Morgan's side there. That annoyed me. Oh, Lindy, Lindy, Lindy. And then I loved how Nate was like, what's up with the hostility? <laughs> when yes. she complained to them again, she just keeps repeating the same right. spiel it, it's just, every it's, week. It's major deja vu. Look, the, I was at least glad that there was other stuff going on for the rest of the episode because i was starting to have a trauma response myself <laughs> to to this show because the past like four episodes it's felt like pretty much the same thing you know, we just go round and around in a circle. You know, Ben and Morgan, like Ben has betrayed Morgan's trust and Morgan is super angry about it and she does X, mm-hmm. Y, or Z to slap him around. And, and Ben apologizes. Yeah, and Ben apologizes to everyone. And, you know, Alexis and Justin freak out because they don't know how to communicate with each other and there's some sort of temper tantrum and blow up. You know, Mitch is super insensitive about something where he should have just kept his mouth shut. Like, it was very much a recurring script. So the, the, the rest of those things are fine, but the Morgan thing is real hard to repeat every week. Oh, abso- absolutely. It, it's, the, it's the worst of the bunch. Absolutely, which is, it's very sad to, to deal with, but at least the entire episode isn't quite as no, much. No, we basically left them alone after the beginning. No, they, they've... They have not progressed at all. No, they have regressed. <laughs> if that was even how is that even? That's not even possible. They started out at such a bad place, but somehow they're even worse than that, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, they, the wedding was the only good day. Seems like <laughs> so sad. Which is it, it, even more sad when you consider that Ben got COVID and so the wedding was also delayed. So they had one happy day and then they had to go like immediately to the honeymoon and everything because everything was so truncated. And then like that first day of the honeymoon, it seems like all this you happened. Question the nurse thing and yeah. boy, all downhill. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Any, did you have anything else from the combined... I, I, oh, I had one thing. Yeah, Mitch saying that talking to his friend should be normal. Like, thank you, Mitch. <laughs> For once, I agree with him. That's that's what I said last week. Like, this shouldn't be. She shouldn't be so upset by this. That's the whole. 
that's part of why I'm so annoyed with her because her complaint doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Uh, like, that is what you signed up for on this show to talk with the other couples about your problems. Yeah. That, Has she not watched? That's, I mean, maybe maybe not, but that I would... I would imagine that that is in the the user manual, I, I <laughs> like just, the packet of information. I just don't understand the people who sign up and then complain about the elements of what you signed up for. I, I would imagine that a lot of it boils down to the fact that people are too optimistic about their own abilities and their own... Uh, tolerance for coping with things so i i would imagine a lot of it comes back to this like oh it's it's to it's totally fine like who was it was it was it nate who was talking about how he uh was like oh i want somebody like super independent and all this and then he's like, oh, I have to deal with this. <laughs> was it, was that him or yeah, am I missing? I don't remember. Somebody. But yeah, essentially, I think it comes down to that is people people overestimate. And, and also, I think from a mental health perspective, I think people overestimate where they are a lot. Because as we've talked about before on this show in the context of Morgan, but you it, disassociating from your problems is not the same as healing <laughs> and so i think a lot of times that gets confused people people confuse that and so you you may have disassociated and compartmentalized but if you get thrown into a situation where that trauma bandwidth is once again activated now you're out of bandwidth and we're into problems. So the only the only other thing that I wanted to say about that was just still um, the the from the women's side of things and I mean we knew this but I guess I don't know if it's more official than I thought but just that they are like officially separated apparently oh yeah i mean that makes sense considering everything <laughs> so <laughs> I, love we should... <laughs> I love how you you thought for a second about like the main thing you're like i, I get <laughs> just everything we should probably talk about when dr pepper came to see them yes 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 we should I loved how he's, uh, Ben said it was less stressful to talk to Justin. That tells you the state yeah. of their relationship. That yeah, are you, talking are you to surprised? Morgan, talking to Morgan was so, like, stress-inducing. He's just like, forget it. I'll just talk to my friend. That's, that's terrible. Yes, I also, with all this, like, she was talking about how Oh, she would have just been totally fine if he, if basically, if she, if he, if he always told her what he talks about. I, I don't believe that. <laughs> I don't either. But also, just a super strange. I feel like that's revisionist history for her. 
she's trying to make herself look better she's like oh it would have been fine i would have accepted it if you had been like i just need to talk to justin right but that so yeah one it just is does not strike me as being actually true like you have noted but also just super freaking weird like as a as like a marriage condition to be like okay yeah like you my spouse can talk to people but once you've talked to them i'm gonna i'm gonna need a a nightly update with the people you talked to and the subjects of your conversations uh and i would actually like a pretty detailed summary uh in 12 point times new roman uh make sure that uh it's actually saved as a pdf because my my phone has a hard time converting to to word documents like it felt like that sort of thing where it's like how are you gonna put that kind of condition on on the person you've married it almost feels like she's there's something to hide like what is she afraid of being told to the other couples because nobody else seems to have this hang up in the group i think she's just uh hyper protective of herself and so because she's so hurt from her past and i i i hate to keep referencing walls because i kind of feel like that's a little cliche to keep saying she said that a thousand times but she really she has she's like encased herself in a solid block of concrete essentially like the kernel of whatever is morgan is buried so deep that i think that her her actually being vulnerable is almost impossible because it is such a huge deal and so terrifying to her that's what it feels like to me it's tough it's tough to watch i also feel like dr pepper didn't have a whole lot of help for them unless they just cut out that part because essentially she just ends up giving them the childhood letter assigned which every other couple got right every that wasn't special every child every child got it (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i was expecting there to be more like actionable steps for them but maybe there just isn't hope and so yeah can (laughs) do you think that she she like gets her whole packet of information from the producers for each couple and she's like she like reads through mitch and christian she's like Oh, they, they've had they've had some struggles, but wow, they they seem to be they seem to be doing pretty well for themselves lately. Okay, okay, okay. Who's next? Oh, Ben and Morgan. Oh, oh no. <laughs> she probably watched <laughs> the footage of Morgan throwing the flowers down on the ground <laughs> last week. He's probably just like, oh yeah, there's there's not much I can do here. No, we, we made a mistake <laughs> pairing these two together. Uh yeah, I, I've been I've been disappointed in the experts so far. I uh, I did note because uh, at the beginning of the episode, you got to have the the Pastor Cal voiceover and and all of that. 
But he said his opening was essentially, we can give all the advice in the world to the couples. But it's like, what advice? Yeah, where is where, it? Where, <laughs> where are you? Where are you, Pastor Cal? Where are you, Dr. Pepper? Where are you, whatever your name is, the new woman who I liked? Where? Yeah, it looks I mean, like she's, she's coming yeah, next she's, week. She's coming back. But it's just, week, this but. is episode 11, and we've only had two yeah. sit-downs with the experts. I guess that three know, if you least. count the group one. But to me, that doesn't really count. No, I don't count it, that That's at group all. therapy. You need individual therapy. So two in 11 episodes? That's embarrassing. Yeah, that that is that is real tough. I just at at the end of the day, and this is just my assessment. I just I don't think that Morgan has the capacity to be vulnerable enough to allow someone else in her life. Well, certainly not been. <laughs> I mean, look at what happened when he read his letter. Oh, I, oh that was. Then like, she's ugh. again. It just it goes back to that like the vindictive. The, well, and and just like the the Morgan cinematic universe that like that that's something I could see her being like, yeah, okay, I'm gonna be like go along with it, but in but I will have the last laugh because I will refuse to read my letter, and then I will walk triumphantly out, and he will be left a smoldering wreckage in my wake it was so like hurtful she's like i don't want to give him anything personal or deep and then just gets up and leaves right which is incredibly dumb because i don't think we really have evidence that even from the beginning that she gave him anything no, this is just what a terrible match. Yeah, we, I mean, she. Could, uh, we should probably move on to somebody we, else. We should. <laughs> Let, I'll, I'll say one last thing. I just the one of the sticking points for me has been that it it felt like she took issue from the beginning at such a surface level. That, like, she was reacting violently at the surface level. Like, she was reacting to that judgment of him about just, like, her her nursing career. It's like, there are so many deeper levels, like, to a person. It's like, that's, like, career at a, in a lot of ways. And I know people get invested in their careers and stuff, but, like, that's almost like a, the outside edge of who a person is a lot of the time. And so that's where like this violent allergic reaction happened. Not even like they didn't even get into anything really about her. And so mm -hmm. in my opinion, they have had no hope from the very beginning. Doomed. Even though I've tried to be optimistic sometimes. Uh, well, <laughs> Christy, now that we've talked about this for an entire half hour, and this episode is going to be about seven and a half hours, uh, Ben and Morgan, yes or no? Well, obviously no. Yeah, that's a no from me, dog. <laughs> that's, a, that's a no. Would you like to talk about Justin and Alexis? 
Sure, we could do that next. Okay. Well, actually, we pick up. Maybe we should have even started with them since it episode literally picked up I know, from was, last week at, right. at that disastrous dinner for them. All right. Justin and Alexis resume their meltdown from last episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he he notices that her body language was just like shut down. But then no like, crap. <laughs> it was weird. She kept like calling him baby like during this weird argument outside. That sort of made me feel uncomfortable because, like, she's mad, but she keeps throwing in baby. It was weird. I don't know. It may have just been an attempt to to soften things and be like, look, I'm not, like, trying to come after you or, or something like that. Maybe that that's the that's the better interpretation than what I was feeling. <laughs> okay, well, what were you what were you? It just feeling? felt slightly like a slight bit of like condescension. Okay. Uh, okay. Condes- Condescending. Uh, condescension. Yes, that's the word. <laughs> <laughs> and then they like awkwardly hug, and I guess that was the end of that. Yeah, I guess essentially trying to start off fresh. Yes, she does. Well, I guess when Dr. Pepper visits, Alexis right. says they have a fresh start. Which can I just say that Dr. Pepper is basically an entire whole person shorter than Justin. Yeah, I mean, she's probably like four feet 11 or you, ish, something you, along like, those lines. You could stack two Dr. Peppers. And Almost, they would, yeah. And there would still be <laughs> eye level with, with Tree. <laughs> I also... She arrives and she's like, my purpose is to help you out. Where were you this whole time? If your purpose is to help them out, why weren't you helping? They've been in meltdown. I, I know. I love how they show up after the carnage has happened. <laughs> I know. Where, where were you when, when poor baby Newton got savagely attacked? Speaking of which, where where were you when Newton was pooping blood for two days? <laughs> <laughs> well, we learned Maya will not be returning because she is still attacking other dogs, other people. Yeah, I guess other dogs. Um, yeah, I guess they just couldn't. I I think the the assessment was that she was inconsistent. Meaning that I guess she would she would be fine some of the time and other times show show aggression towards other creatures. <laughs> I was I was laughing pretty hard here because they said that she got sent to a farm and you t- took that to mean that she had been put down. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. Sounded like that. Like I don't know. As my my. And I, th- I think probably it w- that was colored by Justin saying that she was in a be- better place now. Yes, and Justin was crying, so I took all that to mean, like, okay, they had to put the dog down. <laughs> so, uh, if somebody knows either way, you can tell us. But I believe what they were actually saying was Maya's going to be a, a farm dog. So, like, in an environment where... It's more rough and tumble. It doesn't really matter if there's kind of a little bit of aggression because it's like it's not quite she as gets, civilized society. She could still bite 
farm animals, though? <laughs> nah, farm animals can take it. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, somebody, oh, they put her down? Uh, but no, I don't believe that that is the case. So yeah, so uh, what you're talking about with a starting fresh, Alexis was saying, I guess that she just realized she was behaving in a counterproductive fashion. And so she just decided to, uh, I think the term she put it in was like she wasn't happy and she wanted to be happy. And so she just decided to forgive him. Yeah, that's that's a good summary. Which (laughs) Dr. Pepper is like, that's that's so great, but that doesn't that fix doesn't, all your that, problems. Yeah, that doesn't fix all well, your which problems. is true. Like you can't just like sweep it under the rug, I guess, because stuff will, you know, come back up. Right, especially since, uh, and I think this is probably true for a lot of couples in general. But a lot of, a lot of issues that people have. They're, they're not going to be one-off issues. They're recurring things because when you're in the weeds of a relationship like that, like when you're in a relationship, you're going to be together. And so any little faults or, or issues, like they'll come back around because chances are it has something to do with like one or both person's insecurities or difficulties in communication or they tend to be more universal things. And so, yeah, you can't just, ah, we let bygones be bygones. This is a new era. Now, I do think that there is some utility in that from the perspective that if you can be like, okay, I'm gonna gonna start fresh. You maybe give yourself a mental chance to to handle things with a little less baggage, perhaps. So, like, all right, I'm just gonna let the past be the past. I'm gonna choose to move forward. Maybe you can make some different choices because you have a. a a different outlook but you know they'll probably be back next episode crying again yeah there was a lot of discussion about alexis not wanting to be vulnerable and dr pepper reminding her that you can't be in love without being vulnerable Mm-hmm. yeah i guess with uh her 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 circle growing up and her mom and everything there was a lot of messaging not necessarily directly or verbally but a lot of messaging about you need to be strong mm-hmm. can't and, that anyone see you sweat yeah <laughs> which I mean, that's just it's not it, it, it's it's helpful in projecting a strong image and all of that it's not helpful in actually having a healthy life and healthy relationships 
So uh, I think that uh, she recognizes that, but she has a tough a tough time. I mean, she said vulnerability is danger, mm-hmm. which I disagree. Yeah, you're not going to get very far. Vulnerability that. is like the foundation of a healthy life, even though, yeah, it is danger. But it's good danger. It's good danger. So this was also the episode where you go visit your childhood <laughs> right. home slash neighborhood. You, you try to get your spouse in a place where they can see why you are who you are. <laughs> this is this is always or usually my least favorite episode of the season. The, the trekking to childhood homes and especially the letter from your older self to your younger self i mean that that may be a little cringe i've how did you feel about this episode in particular though because i i thought some good things came out of the sec like the section of visiting childhood whatever yeah i wasn't i mean there have definitely been worse ones than than this season mm, okay yeah there wasn't really a, a huge amount of stuff going on here. I mean, Justin brought Alexis to his childhood playground where he flew kites as a, I was about to say small child, but he was a tall child. <laughs> but let's be real. Let's be real. He was, he was a super tall Didn't he child. Say he was like 5'10 by like, sixth grade or, or was something like it was that like, it was like six four but maybe that was eighth grade I yeah yeah six four by eighth grade it's <laughs> <laughs> crazy <laughs> oh that's so freaking tall uh he he took the opportunity to actually fly a kite yeah which i wasn't a huge fan of her reaction to this because like let the, let the man fly a dang kite. Like, why do you just have to sit? Why do you have to stand there judging? Like, like he doesn't appear to be be judging your freaking fashion sense. Whenever you, whenever you, whenever you show up in like a a, a pair of leggings, this like half of it is a starburst and half of it is a zebra print or something like. <laughs> Or you're wearing a coat that looks like, you know, you like stuffed a comforter into a multicolored <laughs> trash bag. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, I, sh- <laughs> I shouldn't, I shouldn't go off like this. And and I'm I'm not somebody, like I wouldn't have people come to me for fashion advice. I just maybe maybe I'm just I'm too standard. I'm like okay, I wake up in the morning. I'm gonna go out about my day okay let me put a pair of jeans on and a t-shirt and look there'll be some color in that t-shirt you know i I, i'll wear a lavender t-shirt i mean come on but it's just uh i I get taken aback sometimes (laughs) her fashion is 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 pretty wild sometimes right (laughs) which is why i'm like really you're you you have all your idiosyncrasies you're gonna you're gonna hold like therapeutic flying a kite against it. <laughs> I also thought it was interesting when he talked about like like being raised by his brother and always having to figure stuff out, not wanting to ask for help, and then that being paired with someone like her who doesn't want to let 
anyone in doesn't want to be vulnerable <laughs> that's like a terrible combo it's almost like the experts did this intentionally i know <laughs> oh so it's so awful so then she takes him to play basketball in her area i guess do they actually play I do not remember. Um, I think they just tossed it around a bit. Okay. I don't... Yeah, because she was talking about how she hadn't actually played basketball in a bajillion years, despite yeah. despite playing quite a lot as a as a child. Do you like her little like athletic academic achievement collages things that she put together? Like with the and the like scrapbook thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it was good. Do you do you do you scrapbook? No. All your achievements? No, they're scattered in a box somewhere, probably. <laughs> well, I, I love how the, the reaction is not, I mean, I just don't have that many accolades. The the response. Well, I the, mean, that's the, probably true as well. The, the, re, the, respo- the response is, yeah, I just really haven't, I haven't had the time to go through and, and, and create a, a vast catalog of all of them. What did you think about their letters? I honestly do not remember what their letter said. Well, I don't remember his at all. Uh, I do remember hers was talking a lot about uh, her hyper-independence. So, like, for example, at one point she was moving some furniture in her apartment or something like that, and her roommate was just chilling on the couch She's like, hey, what the frick? You're not going to help me? And the roommate was like, bruh, I've just like been conditioned to stop asking you at this point because you never accept my help. <laughs> and uh, and trying to not be all of that, I, I believe her, her ending conclusion was you can be soft and strong. Yep, that's true. Yeah. So good, good stuff. Yes or no? Anything on them? This is a tough one. I still say no, just based on everything else that has happened. One good week doesn't erase <laughs> the previous six. Oh, here I, I thought we were going week by week here. <laughs> it's a cumulative guess. Oh, 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 yeah. Okay, it's cumulative. Okay, okay. Well. Uh, I'm gonna still go no. I just, I don't think they have the tools necessary to get past this mountains of insecurity that they both seem to have. Not to mention Justin has lost his dog because of this marriage. Yes. So. But not his celibacy virginity. Uh all right who's next Kristen and mitch Kristen and mitch oh man well we basically start with dr pepper visiting them Mm mm-hmm what did you what did you think about about that counseling session um i actually thought this went pretty well because Kristen. I guess kind of continued the sentiment from last episode at the dinner where she talked about 
she's like overcompensating um, mm-hmm. because Mitch wasn't attracted to her and then lost herself trying to make him happy. Right, but essentially that she's she's still really struggling w- from the honeymoon, like the repercussions of yeah. the honeymoon. But she is done doing all of that. Right, and I, I've kind of felt like it was almost like if if you're if you're wanting me to be in that place anymore, I'm out. Yeah. Which, look, I, I, I don't fault her for feeling that way, because that would be. I just I keep going back to that 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 honeymoon like that would be real real tough I like I probably would have slapped that man like to hear that yeah I'm just like I'm just not attracted to you (laughs) like (laughs) oh that would be that would be real tough I I did like uh Dr. Pepper here just essentially talking about how like there is there is a balance there and like trying to avoid being this person who feels like you have to do all this stuff but also just like not giving up yeah that is important that you don't swing too far the other direction all right, I was also just uh, cracking up when when she was like, "Do you tell her nice things?" Because she's like, like she wants, like she wants to be validated and she wants to be appreciated and and all of this. And he's like, "Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh there, uh, what is it with?" getting clueless guys on here i mean i just think back to the that last season that i caught the tail end of with the the guy who like i don't think ever like not a single time complimented his wife like how do you how do you not do that if you're not feeling it i guess but that's the thing is i think he he does in mitch's case at least he does he feel like he i think he does feel that and yeah. he's, he's just he's just clueless a lot of the time so she makes him say it there <laughs> which is just awkward she's like mitch say the kind words <laughs> i also love how she pointed out how self-righteous mitch can get mm-hmm. i'm sure she watched that footage Oh yeah, I mean he 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 knows he does too. It's just learning how to how to not not be that way so much and be a better a better husband. How did you think their go around to childhood places went? Yeah, I liked I liked her portion where they played softball. <laughs> I liked her portion. You didn't <laughs> like his portion? I mean, there was there was nothing wrong with his either. Okay. I was just yeah, just talking about Yeah, I just I I guess and 
maybe this is what you're getting at, but I liked, in in particular, in for this episode, I liked the additional context that we got for Mitch and Kristen. I thought that that yeah, was, it was that helpful. was it was something that like actually, actually, I thought brought along our our understanding of them, but also I feel like is actually helpful for their own relationship. You know what? This trek around the neighborhood thing should have been done early on, which I never thought about. Really? Because, like, why would you wait till after a month to learn the context for your spouse? Well, but, and uh, Kristen even, even said that later. She's like, man, I just, I really wish I had known this. Yeah. Before they really should honestly, that's out of order. That's what should happen probably immediately when they get back from the the honeymoons. I guess, I guess perhaps what the reasoning is behind that is that you do have to have a certain amount of of history or like. sort of i don't know some some you ha- there has to be something there for this to have meaning i guess like yeah. i don't I, it might not work and i i think they should try it married at first sight you should try ha- doing this immediately after they get back from the honeymoons and see or at least see like how that increases a week your after chance. or something but not only right. 23 days left till decision day yeah that that is that is a little tough but yeah i just i for some of the other couples, um, well, I mean, <laughs> Ben and Morgan didn't even get there. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I really liked this because it was, it was in, enjoyable and just helpful for me as somebody watching the show to understand them and be like, oh yeah, that's, that's why Mitch has been the person that the internet loves to hate like this is why Kristen is who she is i mean in Kristen's case um why don't you why don't you tell us the the what what went down here for her yeah she had super strict parents who were always demanding the most from her she felt she couldn't make any errors um had to get good grades yeah I mean, it was really like no margin of error in her life at all. It's like you better yeah. be the freaking best at every sport we put you in. You better be the freaking best at school. They made her get a yeah, job. Yeah, you better get a job at like 16. So she had to give up softball because of that. And then it was the complete opposite for Mitch growing up. <laughs> oh, that was so, so funny to me because Kristen's going through all this all this stuff about about her childhood and how her parents were like put so much so much pressure on her and then Mitch is like so I had a huge margin for error (laughs) (laughs) you know I'm not really understanding though how that translated to extreme environmentalist so this is this is just a theory that I have that 
that's probably has no basis in anything but just based on what he was saying it kind of feels like part of that could be environmentalism is a place where he feels like he can save something like he can he can affect this positive change you know there's been so much instability in his life and like the the divorce and all this different stuff and him just feeling so out of place through all of that and in large points of his life I just feel like it's possible he took all that stuff and was like there like all this stuff has happened to me but this is the this is an area I feel like I can actually make a difference I maybe I haven't been able to make a difference before this but I can make a difference here and again this is speculation but possible I I guess I I guess yeah it uh well we also got um his side of things mm-hmm. that we learn did his did his mom die or was it divorce I forget uh they they divorced it was his his dad who died in uh, 2014 I mean, yeah which so he was grown up obviously but yeah I guess it, from what he was saying. So his parents divorced um, while he was a kid. He wasn't like super young, but I want to say like preteen, somewhere around that in in those set of of years. Um, And so his dad then was just a single father Mm -hmm. um, and he was a, a, a a latch key kid, they call him just come and go come and go as as you please and not really any structure or accountability i mean (laughs) it is a little comical how much the reverse i mean he's like yeah like i got bad grades you know she got good grades (laughs) i got bad grades like i was terrible at sports she was good at sports like all this stuff yeah very different upbringings complete complete opposite um no supervision for him no no supervision whatsoever um they did i i thought it was a nice moment they had he uh again going back to the fact that his mom is is still alive he got all these childhood pictures from from his mom Mm -hmm. that they looked through um like he was showing her the pictures of him as a kid pictures from when their house got destroyed by an earthquake all all that stuff and then they uh they headed to uh the cemetery where his father's buried mm-hmm. we learned on after party i guess he also visited his grandparents and aunt there mm-hmm. as well yeah i mean that happened that happens a, a lot is yeah family members just partying it up in the same cemetery sorry is that a weird way to put it <laughs> Just a little bit. Christy is looking at me like, you, you psycho. <laughs> no, I, I thought that was I thought that was good and, and cathartic for them uh, to 
to go do that because I think the I think that the the thing that makes people love to hate Mitch is his like I mean obviously all of him is human but like there's a section of Mitch that sometimes feels a bit less human it, like is that awkward side where he's just like he so, so sticks to his guns no matter how ridiculous it is and you know he puts it his foot in it and he like takes a stand over the littlest things and like it, i feel like is that section of him that people see that and they're like man that is freaking ridiculous and that's where you get all the all the memes and the hashtag mitch the bitch and all this <laughs> all this stuff is from that and that's definitely stuff i feel like he should work on because there's there's a way to be idealistic and all the stuff that he wants to be without being terrible to other people but where i'm going with this is and what we saw a lot in this episode is i think that oh man i i hate to see that i I hate to say this because you know how mean i like to be but it's episodes like this where i see more of what Kristen seems to see in him like seeing seeing the actual humanity of him yeah makes me at least yeah he doesn't seem as robotic Right, but he and he has like he has to work at that to to actually, maybe maybe they should have Mitch coach Morgan, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But like, and he's had to he's had to find that of like, I'm actually going to despite how scary this is, I I'm gonna actually be be here as a human being with you. And so it's like it's those moments that that I'm like oh. This this could actually last because it's not like he's an an evil person. Like he has flaws. He has big flaws. And he's awkward, but yeah. I mean, I've always said if he could tone down the extremism, it could work. I just I'm unsure if he can. You know, it's weird like watching like the actual just episode you think i'm thinking wow there's no way this could work but then you watch like after party where he like is like suddenly all self-aware and realizes like oh i came off judgmental and prickly and i'm like well maybe i I just i can't decide with them like whether it's yes or no because like watching after party i'm like well he seems a lot better well but that's but that's what i've i've been telling you this whole time is that like I I do think that he has enough self-awareness that that being in this situation and I I just think I don't think he's been in a in a situation before where he's been able to get comfortable enough to change if that makes sense at all like he's always he's always protected himself and yeah, and that's I, always been the priority. And I, now he he can't do that as much anymore. 
Well, I feel like the question is, did he become self-aware in time for Kristen to say yes? Because <laughs> he's saying, like, oh, watching it back, I realized, like, oh, I look yes, terrible is, on, is, on wedding is, day. Is, is that a man looking back on on his life, wishing he chose another path? Or is that yeah. a man looking back at his past uh, from a position of of a lot of growth that happened I mean, with a wife by his side. Hopefully he pulled it together in time for a decision day, but Yeah, I mean we'll we'll see. I, I thought that his letter went a long way. What did you think about about his letter? Uh, I thought it was well written and like vulnerable. I mean, very, very classic. A lot of classic like Mitchisms. Like, oh, I'm not. I can't. I can't give you the details because I might corrupt the timeline <laughs> and stuff. Like, like I, I will say, and this just it keeps coming down to like moment by moment. Sometimes you're like, oh boy, Mitch, is this gonna be a good thing or a bad thing? Because when they when they sat down on their towel at the beach and she read her letter, um, it's like, okay, good. But she asked, and she's like, so have you actually written it? And there was a moment there where I was like, oh, no, he has not. He just couldn't bring him. He was like, I th- what I thought might happen is he would be like, uh, I just, that didn't feel authentic to me. <laughs> uh i just i'm i'm sorry but i just could not i couldn't do it like it just that's not that's not mitch that's probably what i would have done (laughs) but no he he actually he he wrote this letter to himself and there was a lot of a lot of good stuff just uh about you know him being a kid and the the awkwardness and like especially like the isolation that that he felt and Mm -hmm. And all of that, like he started crying, she started crying, I started crying. <laughs> it was all very, very uh, emotional and and uh, good stuff. I thought, yeah, there was there was a lot of vulnerability there. That I mean, I I don't think we've seen quite that level of vulnerability from from him before yeah i would agree which again just seems seems like a positive thing well yes or no i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with yes for now I'll say yes for this week. Oh, oh it's Christy coming around. <laughs> Look, Christy, Christy does not want to come around. No, okay? I really don't. She is so not on Team Mitch. She is still so angry about his ridiculousness that she is, she's, uh, she's not wanting to change here. This is a very begrudging change <laughs> that's happening. But yeah, I I'll the where I'll leave it with them is he is so freaking lucky that he got married to Kristen. I know most other people would have given that, up. That 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 woman, like 
if he comes out the other side of this married but even if he even if he doesn't he owes the world to that woman i mean he really does like the fact that they're even in this place and i'm i mean it's not like he hasn't existed or done anything but like her her reactions her stance her investment in this process her own vulnerability that has has all given an incredibly curmudgeonly awkward 41 year old who's like seems like he's never opened up before it's given him the opportunity and the the place to actually become a better person and that's that's something pretty pretty crazy so kudos to Kristen, and i really yeah she's she's pretty great i i hope that mitch really recognized what he had and still has it for for his sake i mean i'm sure a lot of people out there are still screaming run away Kristen! run away find somebody better <laughs> as i sit across from my co-host here i see on her face that she's still saying that <laughs> but i'm you know i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna root for divorce here the only divorce i root for is morgan and ben <laughs> yeah that needs to end mm-hmm. well let's let's keep it moving let's talk about let's talk about out nate and stasha why not what do you think um well once again we start with dr pepper mm-hmm. oh this line from her <laughs> stasha you didn't marry you yeah i wrote that down too <laughs> yeah i mean she just wants nate to move quickly like she does but right and they that, that is something that they, they've had to come to to an understanding about is is their difference in communication styles well yeah but also just like the difference in how fast they want relationships to move and their relationship to move because stasha has always been like let's hit these milestones baby oh yeah okay i love you and merging finances and moving like all the different things that like make a real relationship or whatever and so that's something that they've had to come to terms with what did you think about her recommendations to them i thought her advice was really good i mean she talked about making sure that nate is an active listener and he should ask questions especially since i guess he mentioned he's more concise and matter of fact with talking to her yeah it's like so we just went through something really tough. How do you feel? Sad. <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone has a lot of things to say. <laughs> <laughs> Christy feels attacked by this. <laughs> Look, there there's there there can be a difference between, you know, not being a person of many words 
and and not willing to engage at all. And so that's kind of the yeah. the balance you have to have to reach. I also thought um, the whole holding hands while discussing something tough was good too. Mm-hmm. If only. If only Morgan and Ben had known that from the beginning. Oh, well. If only he had held her hand as what he could have been. as he told her he thought her nursing degree was BS. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this all could have been <laughs> been different. Also, we learned they have consummated. Did we know that? I feel um, like the last time we had this discussion. There was the whole like Nate talking about getting dessert. So yeah, maybe... I think I think as of the last time we heard, it was more of like, oh, we've kind of been like playing around. Yeah, I'm guessing after Nate said he was at an eight out of ten, that's what sealed the deal. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you know those high numbers. <laughs> they, they they make they make Stasha swoon. You know you know they've they, now that uh, now that she's gotten all hot and bothered. By that eight, you know, they've they've been they've been doing it everywhere. <laughs> That's a fun thought. <laughs> I know it's so it's it's just a little cringy to be sitting here, and it's just like, yeah. So like we went to town on each other. <laughs> it's like that's just not something I'm really comfortable discussing. Yeah, it is a weird part of the show. Yeah, just 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 a little bit. Uh, I'll. Uh, so uh, yeah, Doctor P is like you know. You really, what I would recommend in this situation is just like a lot of active listening. <laughs> Which you know, it's it's good stuff. That's good stuff. Um, what did you think about? The letters. Um, I didn't have anything of note about the letters once again. Okay. Well I I think I more paid attention to like what she was talking about with like what high school was like okay. for, yeah, for the late, for the yeah, two late, of them. Later on. Yeah, I, I think that uh the biggest takeaway was that Stasha was just pleased pleased with how the exercise went. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, she said he opened up. Yeah, because she, yeah, she thought that he opened up some, some, you know. I One thing I did want to bring up here from the after party, because I didn't, I didn't real, I didn't really realize the circumstances of this, and I still don't really, but apparently Nate has only met his mom once. Yeah, I think he had said that in the beginning of the season, which is why I was. So I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't know that. Well, that's why at the time I was like, why does she want him to, like, expound on that why didn't, so why much? Why didn't you tell me that? Well, I didn't. I didn't realize you didn't know that. But <laughs> I was like, he basically has zero relationship with his mom. There's not much to dig into there. Right, but see, I I thought that he had zero relationship with his mom because it was like a a divorce type situation. Oh, you know, yeah. Sort he, had, of, he had mentioned sort of like some of these other these other people, like a like a Mitch, for example, where 
where he was more uh, estranged from his mother because of everything that happened. That's what I. That's the the thought I've always had, which is why I've always took taken the position more of like, well, maybe you should share about that. But I don't think there is anything to share. Why, which did, is, why did you tell well, me? Well, which is why he refers to her as the name, right. not mom, which is interesting too. Right. But it makes a lot more sense to me now knowing that. I didn't know that. I feel like <laughs> I, I, I would have been a little more understanding of him. Yeah, I didn't realize you didn't had, know. Had I known that because, yeah, there's it, it's one thing to want your partner to be vulnerable with you and and share more than just one word answers about how they're feeling or their past or anything like that but it's it's another thing if you literally only met her once so you know you learn something new every day how did i miss that i think it was just brief i don't think it was like dwelled on or anything okay well that makes a heck of a lot more sense so Let's head to their childhood neighborhoods. I think, this, I think this is where um, we learned that she wasn't a popular kid in school, which I would not have guessed. I would have thought she would have been like with the in crowd, but apparently she wasn't. She was introverted. Yeah, she she seems like the type of person now who would have been like that oh okay so she's she's changed a bit then well no no sorry what i'm what i'm meaning by that is her persona now like the ambition all the drive how put together she is i mean later on like she doesn't have a tissue and she starts she starts tearing up and so she uses his shirt to like dab the tears because otherwise it will ruin her makeup like and then this all all this shirt (laughs) all this put togetherness would make you think that she she would have been popular in like high school and stuff but apparently she was super anxious and and introverted and so she was pretty isolated in school like he was yeah So so they go to I guess where Nate's dad lives. Mm-hmm. Which he also, he lived there, I think he said from like, was it 8 to 13 or something? Some some yeah. range like that. Uh, Stasha's already calling him dad. Yes, yes, because that, and I didn't, ex- I didn't expect that. I guess I didn't really realize that this was a thing for some of these people that they actually would bring people on like in this context i mean the child yeah it's usually not with family members usually it's just the two of them but i guess if your dad's there he might as well right so he came on out to talk to them which i i thought that i thought that was good so his dad his dad you know raised him solo good old joe um despite the the amount of trouble that Nate got into <laughs> throwing rocks through windows oh, and man, stuff. Oh man, that was funny. <laughs> I was also kind of cracking up when when his dad was like, "Yeah, like I I'd have to like he 
handle things, like have conversations with people to like smooth things out. <laughs> I'm sure that was rough. <laughs> Does it surprise you that Nate was a bit of a child, uh, like a problem child? No, <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah, got some we- got some nice vulnerability from the father too. Yeah, just talking about how he he had always felt the need to to be tough and and put together and and strong you know for his kids and just how how he was raised um and how he's like she's trying to trying to deal with everything because yeah everyone was tearing up a little bit because i guess uh nate nate speaks speaks highly of of his father and and has a lot of respect for his his father and how his 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 dad handled everything and and raised him and was it just him is he an only kid or did he have a sibling um i never i never I remember. remember i never remember the the, the family makeups here but yeah it was it was good it was good it was good to see again th- the stuff like this really helps to humanize because a lot of the time i at least can be kind of like uh viewing it as more of like a sporting event (laughs) (laughs) you know like sporting events really don't have that much basis in reality like in in terms of importance like it doesn't matter that the washington commanders are probably going to have a terrible season like who cares (laughs) who cares nobody cares but like these people actually like they have they're real they're they're real and they have this trauma and they have people who care about them and they're more than just the sum of what we see on the on their short segments so it's always good to be reminded we also got to see where stasha lived after her parents moved away and she wanted to stay in the area that's weird to me yeah, I don't see how as a parent you just like, You're just oh, like I'm just oh, leave I, my I, kid I, here. <laughs> yeah, I I just really like to live in this different county. Uh, so goodbye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess I guess she would have had to go with them theoretically. Maybe I it's hard it's hard to tell. But then this this family, she's really a good lifelong friends with their daughter. Uh, took her in for i guess it was her senior yeah year. it was her senior year so that she could stay and uh play volleyball i guess volleyball with the the team she had played volleyball with like all through school and stuff and stay with her friends um props to uh props to that family that's uh that's not the easiest thing to do to just be like well, we have another kid now. Yeah, good on them. But they they seem to be pretty supportive. I wonder I wonder if she really does view them as a as a another set of parents for her. It seems like it. Yeah. I I would I would agree with that. It's especially coming from 
the the instability from her own life because when do we know when her her parents got divorced because she's estranged from her father but it seems like her parents were still together in high school or maybe that was Um, just her mom and whoever her mom had re i don't know if her mom remarried or was dating someone i'm not sure the details but yeah i don't know but Hmm. i think they're yes for me still i would agree i think that they're really they're showing up they're putting in the work yep looks like our last couple lindy and miguel oh lindy and miguel <laughs> i i ah <laughs> uh, i'm sorry <laughs> I was just looking at my notes and remembering this, that Dr. Pepper comes in and she's like, oh, yeah, things things seem to be going pretty well for you guys. And they're like, yeah, our marriage is just going so well. And then Dr. Pepper, well, have you said I love you? Giant awkwardness. (laughs) (laughs) which i guess ended up being foreshadowing for the the end of the episode look it always it always is it's it always is foreshadowing but i think the big takeaway for me at least and please add your takeaways as well but was beyond just the awkwardness of like saying i love you and how miguel is like put so much importance on that like it has to be the perfect conditions before he can say it (laughs) uh that like lindy just spends a lot of time being defensive Mm -hmm. and she's she's trying to work through that she's doing her best it's hard yeah dr tripper says she needs to distinguish control from help that's an interesting concept yeah i and I, i think that's just especially in the i I mean, I think it's good advice in general because I think it can be easy to be defensive sometimes because it's like, oh, are you, you you trying to mess with my business? You're trying to, you're trying to exert control over me? Uh, but especially for her with her, uh, I guess, that Seventh-day Adventist background and how strict that was, I also, oh, man, when she read her letter like miguel thought her childhood was sad and i agree with him yeah like after we see later after they go swing dancing that she reveals all kinds of things she wasn't allowed to do growing up it sounds right. super restrictive like well especially and uh, if i'm understanding this correctly it seems like when she was 14 her parents got divorced and when they got divorced they sent her off to boarding school yeah i i feel like we didn't know that before i didn't no. even know boarding school was still a thing mm-hmm. yeah it like is. i never i've never known anybody who went to boarding school or anything i've never well that's because that's because we don't run in in wealthy circles I, even I, still I know though, one I, thought, I know one person who I'm I'm 95% sure went to boarding school 
that's just always a thing I hear about in like movies or like a, a book. Right. It's like, more is it definitely feels more like a retro a, well or at least yeah, like a a period piece type thing. Yeah. Where it's like wealthy family didn't want to deal with their child, so they said I mean it seems like this is really what happened though. It's like family I know, it's didn't just, want to I just deal didn't with their know child. That was the thing. Like is this like a broad sort of thing? Like I get sent to Europe or something. I hard to hard to say. It's very entirely possible that there are it's also schools here. Weird to me that a parents parents who are as restrictive as they were, like we're not gonna eat pork or shellfish, no dancing, no alcohol would be okay with sending their kid off to a boarding school. Well, I think a big part of it was they just didn't want to deal with her. I, I guess not. Um, and it, look, it was probably it was probably a strict Seventh Day Adventist boarding school. Oh, well, I I don't know, but <laughs> if if I had to guess, though, she you know a lot of this was uh, about her telling her younger self to like stay strong because everything is awful and terrible but it gets better yeah i would not have wanted <laughs> again her his childhood. reaction was just like man that's sad it's like yeah. yeah very very much that so going back briefly to the dr pepper thing that whole control versus help her background with how restrictive it was and how every little thing was like okay you need to stay within the boundaries it's hard to shake that when she's in this new set of circumstances and he i mean theoretically and we're we're kind of trusting that he's not a horrible person but like he's not wanting to exert that control over her he's just being in her life and trying to be of help rather than control and so that's mm-hmm. that's the distinction that was was going that was that was being made there um how about how about his his letter you got nothing um not from the letter just did you like the the, did you like the uh puerto rico museum yeah i was wondering what that was i wrote puerto rico shop i wasn't sure it was a museum (laughs) about the history of puerto rico come on come on it's very interesting the word museum written anywhere but Uh, i don't know if it had a museum written on but that was the point of it is yeah kind of going no i didn't mind it through the history of puerto rico it's kind of man what a what a awful world we live in Oh, like, about him getting bullied. Well, it's just, it's just so bizarre to me. Like, how how are people... I guess, peop, I guess people and kids in particular will find anything to, like, pick on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kids are mean sometimes. Most of the time. <laughs> kids are goblins. <laughs> but yeah, the, just the fact that like, he's like, yeah, so I was in New York, like, growing up in New York, and kids were bullying me because of my skin color and then i moved back to puerto rico or i moved to puerto rico and then kids were bullying me because i didn't speak spanish <laughs> just like you can't catch a break wherever wherever you go people are awful 
that's my takeaway from this that people are just the worst so they both say i love you at this point yes he and look this was so miguel okay so miguel he wrote he wrote his letter you know and look i'm not gonna i'm not gonna crap on his letter because i thought it was i thought it was good you know talking about the stuff he went through and you know again there was good vulnerability there and everything and then at the end he's like but you know just it's hold on because it's all worth it because you know have this woman you're crazy in love with like that's so freaking miguel <laughs> that that like you know he wrote that he's like mm, this would be great in my, in my D campaign like <laughs> dungeons and dragons yeah another abbreviation but what does it have to do with oh just like the the like the floweriness and like the the big reveal at the end of like oh it was all just very dramatic yeah a little dramatic but it worked that that's how he is and then he's like yes that's right you heard me read my letter correctly i love you lindy (laughs) And she says it back, and they live happily ever after. Maybe. <laughs> I'll say yes on them, though, still. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll say yes, I guess, too. I think as long as they can continue to work at resolving the insecurities that they have and how they react in sort of a knee-jerk fashion to those insecurities, I think that they could survive. Possibly. Yep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's that that happened. That episode, wow. You know, as I'll, as always they're they're teasing more trauma next episode with everybody always something yeah they always like it's like you know it'll be good we gotta put together this teaser for next episode uh make sure you take all the footage of crying get that in there and uh did someone please tell me somebody yelled at at some point (laughs) yeah we gotta put that we gotta put that in there they gotta they gotta make they gotta they gotta hook us they gotta bring us back in gotta keep keep on going but as as you all know we'll be back where there's there there's no escaping it's episode 11 do you have how many episodes oh, we, do we have i don't seven know. six ten who knows how do you how do you not know this is it not known ahead of time i not that i know of but maybe I'm not sure if when you buy the season it tells you like how many there are, but this is we just keep going till we hit reunion. <laughs> <laughs> this is a burning question I have, while also simultaneously not caring enough to try to figure it out on my own. <laughs> I'll see what I can find. <laughs> oh wow, thank you. Do you have any last words, Christy? Um, I just find it funny that Justin doesn't like Morgan. That's all. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha.